Blog Talk Radio. In the fourth month of my 30th year, while I was with the Judean exiles beside the Kabar River in Babylon, the heavens were opened and I saw the visions of God. That's right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. This is the Christcast 2020. My name is Jason Dias alongside Geek Culpepper. Broadcasting and podcasting live from Chick-fil-A at West Point Village. It's two generations with one mission to recruit an army of digital disciples for the glory of God. Why are you so exaggerated on I that? I don't know. Maybe it's the Red Sox being up 2-0. Mm. If you're hearing this in the future, hope the Red Sox win. Um, we don't have an intro right now because... Everyone's exiled. Everyone's exiled to Babylon. Yeah, we find ourselves here. That was from the first book of Ezekiel. There's 48 chapters in Ezekiel. That was from the first book. And in some ways, this book, Kiki, is almost like biblical GPS. There are Mm. about um, 13 or 14 parts of Ezekiel where he not only tells us exactly where he is, but when he is. See, that kind of helps, like, the timeline going along, saying, oh, they're still here in captivity (laughs) They are. Um, uh, Everything we've talked about up to this point, if we were to do the Bible in four acts, we're going into the second act now. Everything since Genesis led these these chosen people who witnessed the, the glory of God over and over and over again and told one another about it, and yet... They still didn't listen. Didn't listen, and now look at them. They are in a bad spot. They're beside the river, and this is not like yeah. the Lazy R, Rockin' no. R River Ranch. No, it's this not is nice. this is not pleasant. It's now, not nice. Ezekiel's got a pretty good life. He's a priest. He's got pretty good freedom of movement, but everyone else is struggling. Now, the fighting is still going on back Around in Jerusalem. Um, that's where you and I would be. We're survivors, yeah. right? We're still we're fighting to the bitter end. <laughs> no one's taking us. No one's dragging us out of our homes, doggone it. Probably not. No, we're not giving up our Chick-fil-A without a fight. Yeah. And so this is the nice thing about Ezekiel. Um, it lets us know exactly where he is. And like I said, if you ever want to scrutinize the Bible historically and archaeologically, please do. Um, have at it because it's, You're not going to win yeah, that Yeah, you're not going to win that argument. And, of course, who wrote the book? Ezekiel wrote the book. Mm, uh, that's kind of obvious. But he's a prophet of God, but he's not from Jerusalem nor in Jerusalem. The great godly city is being destroyed, as we said. They are at war right now against the Babylonians, and kind of everything's falling apart around them. Everything is falling apart, and it is a a time of tremendous upheaval, internationally speaking. Syria, which was a power, Assyria, um, is now starting to lose out to the Babylonians. The Egyptians are thinking, hey, maybe this is our chance to get our groove back. They're like, hey, remember us? We used to be pretty powerful for about 3,000 years. And of course, what people can't see on the horizon is those pesky Persians, the Iranians. They're coming up from behind. They're coming up. That's right. They're going to come in and split the difference. And um, But it's all part of God's God's master plan, plan. yes, um, absolutely. And so uh, today we're going to be talking about a really good time for the book of Ezekiel because Ezekiel is is sort of what a lot of us do first thing in the morning. I know I do. I go into the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror and I wash my face. Ezekiel is like holding up a mirror to the people of Israel. They want to know... Look at this. How did this happen? Look what you've become. Yes, exactly right. They're like, why did God, how did this happen? And Ezekiel takes the mirror and says, this is how it happened. Everybody warned you. Everybody told you this was going to happen. If you started letting one law go and then this law go, 
and now look at you. You don't have your homes anymore. You don't have your friends and your family. Um, and it's a great analogy yeah. for anybody at any Even today. Time. Yeah. Well, where we are right now is about, um, as we record on the 25th of October in the year of our Lord, 2018, about two weeks from the midterm elections that everyone's mm. talking about. And we did a show this summer with Senator Donna Campbell. Yes. Great show. And um, she's going to she do the... She was very nice. She was great. And uh, we asked her about first-time voters. Because yes. your sister Maddie is a first-time voter. My is the official driver from last That's year. That's right. Our, our new official driver is sitting right over there eating breakfast, uh, Doug Culpepper, Kiki's dad. Yeah. And, um, and my son got his voter registration card. Ooh. Actually got two of them. So, yeah. Hmm. voter fraud already, but no, uh, yeah. I told him if he votes how I vote, he can go with me to vote, otherwise he's not canceling out my vote his first time around. But no, our message for first-time voters is you're going to hear from Dr. Campbell is to vote for people that share your Judeo-Christian... That share your yeah. values going into it and share like your same point of view. Don't vote for somebody saying, oh, I don't know who to vote for, I'm just going to vote for this random person. Do your research before you get in the voting box and know what you're talking about when you get there. That's right. As we talked about with uh, Senator Campbell in the book of Ezekiel is a great example of this. I always offer this and I'll offer it to anybody listening now. If you can show me the words in the Constitution that say separation of church and state, I will give you a check for $1,000. That's an easy bet to make. It's you know the opposite. why? <laughs> it's not in there. It's the opposite. You won't find it. It is what is called a prenumbral right from the Latin numbia. We know the moon is there even though we can't see it. And so hmm. they believe that the separation of church and state, the judges that decided that, we never voted for that, by the way, think it's just in there because we don't have a national religion. We didn't establish Presbyterian or Lutheran or Catholic. Or it's just that we're under God. Right, we're under God, and it is silly to try to separate the nationality of America from the Judeo-Christian value of God. And Dr. Campbell's not confused, and we're not confused either. No. And we're going to talk about the book of Ezekiel, and we'll do it all right after well, for any of us, voting for candidates that have the Judeo-Christian values that establish this great nation and the people that you elect, those are the people that are going to be voting. It's going to frame the laws that affect your everyday life. So I'd say vote, vote your values. You've got to be very wary of those promising easy solutions and freebies instead of hard work and freedom. All right, yeah, that was a great show. Um, with she was so nice. Awesome lady. Like, she was very encouraging. Like, she knew what she was talking about in that time. And she's a doctor. So yeah. if I had fallen down or something, we'd have been in good, we'd have been in good shape. You would have been fine. I would have been fine. Um, God did not send His chosen people to Babylon, which is now Iraq, and then later Persia, which would now be, which would be Iran now, to punish them. It is part of His grand. Plan. Like I said, Ezekiel is holding up a mirror to the children of Israel, saying, look what happened to you. And a lot of times when we find ourselves in, in bad times and we want to be honest about it, a lot of the bad decisions that land us in bad situations are because... We did it. We did it, exactly. Bad uh, decisions lead to more bad consequences. Yes, it's, uh, I never got a chance to tell Maddie this, but I've been telling my son the stupid rule uh, if, if he goes off to college. The stupid rule is... Stupid things happen to stupid people who go out at stupid times. And don't do stupid sense. things. Yes, that was a great thing you said in the book of Proverbs show. You said 
Um, don't do stupid stuff. That is a great, yeah. great advice for anybody. That's kind of like a quote from The Office. Dwight was like, if I think an idiot will do that thing, I will not do I that thing. I will not do that thing. Best advice Michael uh, ever gave Dwight Schrute. Classic, classic office line. And so um, it's part of his plan. Relating and current events. Yes, we are. Even the, even the, the Netflix. <laughs> and, of course, Kiki's got us with Ezekiel 3-4. The son of man now go to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. This is kind of him sending Ezekiel out talking. <laughs> to his people saying you need to tell them what went wrong tell them how they're messing up so they can fix it in the future but they don't end up fixing it they're excited they're like oh good god has sent us somebody he's going to save us from all this he's going to part the red sea for a second he's going to provide all this manna from heaven he's going to do all these great things that's not why ezekiel's there ezekiel's there to say your problems are self-imposed you brought this on yourself however if you'll get smart and turn back to god maybe there's a chance that you'll Maybe. go, yeah. And so in Ezekiel 20, 21, but the children rebelled against me. They did not follow my decrees. They were not carefully to keep, they were not careful to keep my laws. Laws and rules matter. Yes, they do. That's yeah. what keeps us in order today from having like craziness yes. every day and nobody dying. Nobody dying. And it's, it, like I said, it's so silly to try to divorce our Western common Roman law from our Judeo-Christian values. I mean, they're right there in the commandments. We don't we don't tolerate yeah. murder. Thou shalt not kill. Uh, we don't tolerate blasphemy. You know, don't uh, don't um, bear false witness against the neighbor. I was worried Kiki was going to quiz me on the Ten Commandments. I, I break most eh. of them. I don't know that I know all of them. Um, That's probably why we break them. <laughs> yes, and um, and of course, like I said, this is a major turning point. So you have to understand, in those days, warfare was such that the enemy didn't come back in and rebuild the cities the way America does in the 20th century and 21st no. century. Once it's gone, it's gone unless you, your people, rebuild it on your own. That's, that's right. And, of course, you have to remember Jerusalem is the home of God, and it's gone. And, again, in one of those pinpoint moments in Ezekiel 33:21. In the twelfth year of our exile, in the tenth month on the fifth day, a man who had escaped from Jerusalem came to me and said, The city has fallen. That's just saying... Jerusalem is gone. gone. They don't have a home anymore. And that's kind of where we're leading off into the next book, saying they don't have a city to go back to. They're gone. They're in exile. And um, it's a great example for our lives today. These rules, the, the Hebrews were empirical thinkers. They found out right away there's certain things you can eat, certain ways to live your life to keep their civilization going forward when they were surrounded by mortal enemies. Then they started letting one rule slide. Then another. And then another. And, and it just went downhill. Sound like anybody you know, a country maybe you've heard of that continues to make hmm. excuses maybe about we're standing things. Maybe hmm. that country. I think probably we all remember, folks, you can help stop that by voting the right way. Voting for our good friend, yes, Donna, Donna Campbell. Campbell. And, uh, and, of course, listening to this show. So yeah. you won't end up in exile, either in Babylon or it spiritually. Helps. That's absolutely right. My name is Jason Dias alongside... Kiki Culpepper. And to God be the... Glory. There ain't no practice runs in life. This is the